we will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man, MH. He's the number one draft pick DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. And uh, here, uh, we're bringing you back inside the locker room, man, and you know what time of the year it is, so, you know, we have to give our own draft recap, man. We do a little differently, so please tap in and uh, and uh, join us, man. We definitely want your comments and feedback on this show. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. Let's go. So, man, starting off on the clock, man, uh, Kansas City draft. Uh, man, I kind of I'm, I'm open up to you, man. What was your like initial thoughts, man? I mean, we've kind of seen um, the evolution of the draft bouncing around to cities, and it looks like it's something that the NFL is going to keep that momentum and keep uh, touching different cities, uh, seeing that it's going to be in Detroit next year, man. But give me your first kind of thoughts of Kansas City and the Kansas City draft. Uh, I'm going to, you know, kind of defer to you. Obviously, you experienced it in person, uh, but from. From my angle, uh, miles and miles away, I thought it thought it looked cool. Um, from the little that I know of the city, I thought it was a unique location of where they held it at uh, Union Station there in in Kansas City. And um, you know, I think from what I've experienced with Kansas City, it's kind of a big, small town, like a lot of uh, those Midwest type of cities um, outside of Chicago. So uh, it looked it looked really cool. Um, I think the main thing that stuck out to me that was kind of unique. Uh, from drafts in the past is, you know, the, the, the Chiefs are a Super Bowl winner, right? Uh, and so uh, when I looked out into the draft crowd where they, you know, they showed the numbers, it was a lot of, it was a lot of red. You and know? the Red Sea wasn't parting at all, boy. Because <laughs> it, right. it, it was a sea of red. And and that that wasn't so much the case when the draft was here in Las Vegas. And um, even from what I remember from Nashville and, uh, you know, in Cleveland, um, the Kansas City Chiefs is a Super Bowl winner. So, uh, them opening up the draft with bringing the Super Bowl um, trophy out uh, had a unique element. Uh, it took them 36 minutes to make their selection because, you know, or to start the draft because they had to do their chief stuff. Right. Um, and had the a concert. Homes, yeah, man. whatever that is. Like, you know, <laughs> I get it. It is what it is. Uh, but I thought it was cool. And then they, you know, they they kept spanning over the barbecue. So it made me hungry for the the three days of the draft every time the TV was on uh, because they, they sure did show that Kansas city barbecue. So cool. Yeah. So I was able to partake, man. So I was definitely there uh, on location, checking things out. Um, it was definitely a sea of red. I mean, you know, you had your, you know, your other teams, but nothing like you just recanted, man. Just, there's nothing like, you know, going there and they're used to gathering. Right. So right. Um, I was talking to, to a local and that was kind of like, part of where the parade route was so you know they're used to kind of doing this right so just this was i think the start or the stop i forget what what they said and uh, any kansas city chief fan can kind of correct us on that but um so they're used to coming out in droves and then like you know they're coming off of a of a victory and it's in their backyard and you know uh they're contenders again so it was definitely a kansas city draft um and, and they played to that um even to the barbecue, like even walking up on the street, <laughs> the street. I mean, there were so many smokers and rib dinners and, you know, every kind of 
person that was selling from the you know the high-end um places that you know people may have heard of for like gates barbecue or gates gates yep or q39 which is those kind of uh one that's everybody known to those mom and pops you know so you know i even uh took a step out and uh checked out some off the beaten road to mom and pops man because you know i like to support a small local business so so um yeah man it was a definite interesting location um how they kind of had it at the at the union station like from where you navigated to walk in until like where the theater was and they always call like the little theater that's the main part that you see mostly on tv where they show like the rabid fans and things like that so um you know all in all great setup i mean definitely a shorter walk um for the <laughs> i like the setup for the walk because it was funny someone was replaying that um Mac Jones saying he looked like a, a principal yeah. walking to break up a fight because of how long it was from the back of the house to get on stage from Las Vegas. Um, you know, it definitely was a shorter walk for him. Yeah, I, I, and, and uh, I guess the NFL, this is a way to engage those cities that probably will never host a Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't see a Super Bowl happening in Cleveland. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, there's one that did happen in Detroit. Um, and I, I doubt the Steelers, Steelers won that one. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just for note. Um, just for note. but I, I don't, you know, I, I don't envision a Super Bowl in Kansas City. No, no matter how great Arrowhead is, uh, or the barbecue within the near future. So I guess it's a good way to, uh, for you know, cities and towns to host uh, the NFL and take over. Um, you know, I mean, I guess I'm interested in this. When you landed, you know, in the airport. Did you know, like, yeah, the NFL is here, the draft is here. Instantly. That's one thing that that's one thing that was a miss for me, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, usually the draft or any kind of NFL thing, you see, like, they have the host uh, teams, like, you know, someone greeting you, like, welcome to the draft and draft this and everything's going on. They just had a couple signs <laughs> and these draft newspapers, so they had signage around but the welcome crew wasn't there. And maybe, maybe I got in a little too late for the welcome crew. Maybe, maybe my flight, uh, you know, coming from, you know, come, coming from Vegas today, it is like, all right, we in bed or we too full. And we got that itis from the barbecue. And we already went to bed, but um, <laughs> I, I didn't see like that kind of fandom or, or that kind of uh, welcome as far as from the draft. And maybe they had that like, you know, during like, you know, um, high peak hours. Yeah, and maybe you and maybe do you have some you know different shaded glasses? I mean, you we live in the sports capital of the world in Vegas, and so Vegas is used different. to yeah, hosting big events and obviously you see big events all over the, the world. So you, you sporting events, right? They have their own unique feel to them. Um I, I was interested in that because one of the things that I heard from even NFL reps when we were here in Las Vegas last mm-hmm. year was like they were like, ah, oh, you know. Usually when we come to town, it's just like, yeah, the NFL is here. We taking over. And when they caught to Vegas, they were like, uh, you know, uh, cool. Like y'all here. Y'all but, here, but uh, it's still Vegas. Uh, yeah, Usher over here too. <laughs> Fact. You know Fact. what I mean? So uh, I, I was interested in that. Funny, funny thing. So this is not my uh, first time to Kansas, but it's been my first time to Kansas in a minute. So I have family, friends, you know, uh, longtime friends and family there. So I'm landing. And I'm in the airport and I'm looking for like that whole feel like welcome to Kansas City. You know, the draft is happening, you know, da 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 da. da. And I get off and I, I start walking and I'm like, hold on, like this. I mean, so the long story short, they have a brand new airport since the last time I've been there. Oh. And then, like, you know how like that whole it's Kansas City. So it's Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. Mm-hmm. 
City, Kansas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you never know. You just start double check, like, hold on, did I fly to the right place? Just because <laughs> it was a brand new airport. And um, so that that was funny. But it's all being a brand new airport, you know, I just it, it would have been nice to see like just some different things. Um, you know, sometimes there's an NFL store um in there because NFL's looking to push that merch and things like that. So maybe it could have been, you know, the concourse that I came in or the time that I came in, but like really didn't see you know, that kind of rolled out like you see in other cities that host this. Because even bigger cities like, I mean, even when we uh, were in Houston for the Final Four, they had that signage and, and all of those things around. I mean, I mean I'm not, not hating on y'all Midwest folks, but maybe y'all just packed up the pickup truck and, and just drove there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was all you know if they can't barbecue maybe it was on the parking lot because you know they could tailgate tough there so maybe it was all in the parking lot everybody just pulled up to the spot yeah. with they <laughs> <laughs> that was it yeah. but no man all in all you know it was that midwest fail it was a definitely good time you know people were helpful and you know happy just to see it in their town so you know back to what i always kind of revert to is the numbers man so i don't know i always usually attempt to look at the numbers but i don't know what numbers they hit um, I don't think that, um, you know, Nashville, even though people don't think about it, it's a really um, entertainment kind of town that draws numbers. And, you know, Vegas drew a lot of numbers. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, those numbers look like that they post. Kind of uh, moving on, uh, just, you know, definitely want to give uh, a quick shout out to we had a lot of Las Vegas kids in this draft, man, which was really good to see. Um, and, you know, we just want, kind of want to give some of them some love. And I'm pretty sure they'll come up. Um, you know, throughout the show that we may touch a little bit more on them. But uh, you have that list, uh, MH, of some of the kids. And we're probably not going to hit all of them, but just some of the, the kids that kind of uh, were drafted in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I think there was uh, a total of five kids, and, and please forgive me if I'm wrong, that were actually, you know, that were that were taken in the draft. Uh, mm-hmm. Don Kincaid, Darnell Washington, Caillou Blue Kelly, Cedric Tillman, and uh, Dorian Thomas, Thompson Robinson. Um, a lot of local flavor. Uh they all a lot of them similarities of what programs they come from in high school, uh, high school programs they come from in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. If anybody's familiar with Las Vegas, there's you know, there's a few teams that are really, really good. Right. Um, and then one of our, 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 our friends of the show, um, you know, his son was picked up, Adam, Adam Plant and Adam Plant Jr. was picked up by the, the local team here as an undrafted free agent. So, um, and I don't know, there was a couple others, um, that I don't want to put short, but like, you know, it was really cool to see local flavor here and um you know to kind of uh show the world that there's a lot of talent here in las vegas um on that on that level absolutely and it's good having like these sports teams here because now it's just kind of now you think of it right so it's we've had the talent but now maybe a little more exposure and uh you know i think that's where i'm gonna just jump into because we we ended off with uh, adam plan jr um, getting uh, picked up as an undrafted free agent uh, to the Raiders. So I'm going to flip it up a little different. Usually we do them last, but uh, just give me your like loose thoughts about the kind of the Raiders draft, right? Like we're not going to do grades because I think grades are dumb, but um, what do you think just kind of like overall, a lot of movement from the team and and, and what they're looking to do kind of going into the off season. So uh, what do you feel about the draft? Yeah. Anytime you kind of uh, have new leadership, really in any business, I, I think the leadership wants to always kind of get their, their guys, you know what I mean? Absolutely. They're, they're to staff, their people, the way um, they vision the game the same way. So, um, you know, time will tell, but it seems like they got players that they wanted to get um, in this draft. And I think they did a really good job from the standpoint of 
Monopoly is a bad, bad example for it, but the Raiders went in with 12 picks. Um, and as you mentioned, they were able to move around a lot during the draft to trade up and trade back and all those type of things to get really get the guys that they wanted. And I think that's because they had a lot of picks going into the draft. And um, that was something that I did note. Um, their first pick of the draft was um, Tyree Wilson for Texas, uh, Texas Tech, defense in. Um, thought that was really cool because one of the areas of strength, I would say, for the Raiders with Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, they drafted right into that. So right. does that extend Chandler Jones's career? Uh, does that give the kids some time to get into a feel um, and learn from some of the best in the game? Less I think pressure. that's all good. That's a yeah. great point, which I didn't think of because, like, my my thing was, like, great kid, right? Like, love yeah. that pick as well. Um, and it's funny. Someone posted, like, um, he's always been a Raider. Like, his little league team was yeah. a Raider or yeah. his high school or something like that. And then he was a Texas Red Raider. And now he's yeah. so he's always been a Raider. So I like that story. Like, those are always, like, the little fun things that you, that you pick up as you get to know a guy. Uh, but I love that point, man. It's not – it's uh, taking some pressure off of him uh, and, and to, to learn from some people that put – because, like, Max Crosby wasn't that guy. Right. Like right. he was a great pick, you know, but we weren't looking at him, you know, not to throw shade on the other person that we were looking for to, to, to be that pick. And he stepped up and he is that man. He is that guy from his hard work and things like that. So it's great to have him. And then you have, you know, Chandler there. So, no, that's a great point, man. Yeah, I, I think that was uh, we could talk about some other teams as we get to who we think kind of won. But I think that was a, to me stuck out as a theme. Um, that a lot of teams were drafted into areas of strength. And then there's some teams that had to, you know, draft whoever they had to draft to mm -hmm. kind of be the face of the franchise, you know. Oh, okay, that part you know, But there was others that drafted to say, like, hey, we got some veterans in this, you know, at this position, or we have the uh, foundation to take a young player in, and we can kind of develop them and, and let them kind of take their time and not put the pressure of the world on them right away. So, oh, no, I think the Raiders did a, did a good job. Uh, and you know, time will tell. And, and that's the develop. thing, man. It's always time will tell, man. Because like, I'm not even going to spend time on my my. Matter of fact, I'm gonna just jump in. But really quick, one thing I was wondering is why didn't we go DB first, right? And I think that goes, of course, to you said a lot of teams focus on their strengths, which you know, looking back on it, that makes sense. But I was also wondering, like, with just some of the transitions and the moves that we've done over the last you know season, season and a half, I was just wondering why we didn't, you know for some things like the kid from Oregon and some other people that like, I was wondering why we didn't pick up. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, I mean, we, we named it. We, there's, there's some quarterbacks in this division. So absolutely. You know, you gotta, gotta put the pressure on them too. So we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll see. definitely see They're smarter so, guys than us. So they, I'm, I'm sure they have their <laughs> reasons for doing whatever they want to do. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to it, man. It's like, it's for sure. Know, it's new blood. They're getting their people, you know, what they're looking for. So I'm really excited for um, the season to come up. Um, as my Steelers, um, definitely happy. You know, um, there's been jokes about who our quarterback is. Um, I don't appreciate that, um, you know, because he's thrown a couple of picks when he started off. Um, but, you know, he had to get that out of system. And now we got somebody to protect him. So I think that was a really great, great pickup for us. Um, shout out to Bill Belichick, who uh, <laughs> let us move up to get that pick. We appreciate them. Anyway, Bill Belichick can screw the Jets. He's all for it, and uh, we'll play that game. Um, and then also we'll kind of probably maybe get into this as well. But, you know, um, got some a legacy action going on with uh, Joey Porter. Um, you know, we're not we want to have another Porter on the team, uh, so Porter Jr. So I think that was really cool. Um, in the same mindset, man, really just the fact that, 
um, time will tell. Um, I was texting with a, a brother of mine too. He was just like, oh, you know, he's happy for the draft. And I was like, yeah, I like the draft too. Um, but it's, you know, once we get these people in these pads and we get them scheming, you know, what it looks like. So uh, all in all, happy about the Steelers draft. Um, you know, I just want to keep that winning momentum, that non-losing season uh, roll going. Uh, it was a little tough last year, but, uh, you know, I think with Tomlin, uh, you know, back to like we talked about the Raiders, another team, you know, it was a good draft. Uh, the GM's definitely happy about some of the guys that they got, some quality guys. So uh, looking forward to this year because uh, we're in a strong, tough-ass division. What do you think about them Cowboys, man, them boys? I think the Cowboys did what, uh, what they needed to do. Um <laughs> And we can say that time will tell. Um, <laughs> a couple of picks that I think I wanted to highlight. First, first of all, the the, the first pick, Mozzie Smith. And then uh, I, I know some Cowboys fans probably had, you know, uh, PTSD with a, a Michigan defense alignment drafted in the first round with Taco Charlton a couple of years and what he did or did not do, I should say, uh, for the Cowboys. But I think this is a good fit. This makes uh, our – I guess best player on defense and Micah Parsons that much better if you can kind of create some pressure inside. Mozzie Smith is a big dude that's going to take up some some room in space, the, on the space teams. on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted to obviously Deuce Vaughn, and we'll, we'll get more into that, but Deuce Vaughn was a good little he, – he's going to be a good little uh, uh, piece uh, for the Cowboys. Obviously, Zeke is gone. Uh, Deuce Vaughn's running back out of Kansas State. Um, he did a lot of different things. I think he could return kicks. I think he can be a kind of Not a gadget player. Good, he right? can, he can, uh, you know, maybe take a carrier too. Uh, just for many times the Cowboys played Darren Sproles uh, with the Eagles. Uh, and many times that he just kind of bothered me. I think is is pretty funny that they get a player that's kind of similar to what Darren Sproles was uh, in Deuce Vaughn. But another the Cowboys, which is interesting. Usually you always kind of look and you say like, who's Who's our SEC players? Um, and they only took a wide receiver from South Carolina from the SEC. And we always mm-hmm. said SEC is the best, you know, conference. That's like the mini NFL. Right. Um, and the Cowboys don't for the last they don't really draft from there. Um, you know, they they do a lot of Big Ten and they got a shout out to the uh they got a shout out to Texas, which is what what is Texas? They are they SEC officially yet or are they still Big 12? What whatever the case 12, is, right? right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just interesting that they don't they, they don't they don't scream to get the SEC guys. Uh, you know, they 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 do say loyal to the to the Big Ten, uh, which is interesting that I've noticed uh, in the last you know few years. But we'll see. It will definitely be interesting, man. So kind of moving in. So this is honestly like the favorite part, right? Ever since the lockdown where the draft was, you know, everybody yeah. was. <laughs> in the house at the moments like there were really moments so now like i really watched the draft to kind of catch those moments and i mean i had to re-watch the draft because like while you're there you know you're having conversations and you're bouncing around whatever whatever so i did re-watch the draft just to kind of you know get some of the analysis and, and learn a little bit more about uh the people but uh i didn't get to see all of those live action things of of the moments that happen man so um <laughs> One, I just want to start off just like the draft always starts off. I hate that they do the boo thing. The boo thing. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you can do better than that. Like, <laughs> I, the, it really irks the shit out of me. If we can't retire that or get some peak, because even when they walked off the Kansas City dude, booed him like while he was walking out with him. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm done with that. So 
Let's retire that. I wish we could retire that. Um, another <laughs> moment that I want to get. I'm getting it off my chest, man. I, I need to vent to the people. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> the other thing that we need to get rid of, man, is the damn hug. I hate. I do not like these men hugging him like that. Uh, I okay. get it. I get it that they're happy, and it's so funny, right? It's just like it's like. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Please don't. My, yeah, got to watch where my my bread is buttered. But um, <laughs> correct. I just think that um, the hug thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. I just I don't know. It, it, it's still I. It, I mean, maybe you could maybe you could shed some light on it. But just them hugging him like that and. No, it's just, just uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I don't, I don't feel it's, I don't know. I'm just gonna stop right there. Yeah, go ahead and stop right there. But I, I, I think what I will say is, it's a sellable moment that the NFL hasn't touched yet. So, I, essentially, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna say this hug is presented by Black, <laughs> Black <and> Sports. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I always think like when I look at the draft, I always think like, hey, this is inventory, right? This I, I is think definitely like. Somebody's gonna come up with like <laughs> some kind of hug, <laughs> safety, all state, or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, hey, I don't, I don't that know. That is inventory that we it's did. In, it's it's inventory like, that's not been touched hey, yet. Mh, you've been hanging around me too long. I, I have, man. I, I'm just like, man. That's <laughs> the way they keep because it's a, it's a topic of conversation, like every year, every and, year, and like some one of the players always has some secret handshake. Like, when did you practice with Goodell on this that. handshake, right? So, like, I, I really think that's an that's a inventory that we haven't reached yet, and I, I think it will be sold here soon. So we'll More see. than, like, the day after, right? Like, oh, Goodell goes through all this beat up. What? How does he relax after all the bruises? Because these dudes be, like, bear-hugging the shit out of him. Oh, no, they like, do. And, that, <laughs> and it's probably pure joy, right? I, I think that's a lifelong dream, right, that uh, you get your state, your name called by the commissioner, whoever the commissioner is, right? Whoever like, it is, right. Yeah, you get to go on stage and – Put the hat on and hold the jersey up. I, I've never had that feeling, so I can only imagine what I would do. You know, I. <laughs> what I don't know if I would go. You what, know, what did McDowell say? I I feel like breakdancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, like, like for real. Like, Elion. He's probably Elion. like the, you know. And then like it's like a stage of fans, and there's like a probably a rush of energy. Like, right. Hey, I'm, I'm used to grabbing something walk. anyway. Like, yeah, come here, bro. You might, yeah, like. <laughs> I'm happy. So maybe I, I don't know, but that's some inventory that needs to be touched. That I'm sure I love that. Soon. Hey, if, if y'all need that, we'll help y'all sell that. We'll help y'all uh, <laughs> do the inventory rights for that, right? <laughs> no, that's a great point. I love that you put that positive spin on it as you always find a way to do. Um, me again being negative, Nancy. Um the 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 the, the moms, man. Um I, I I wish we stopped with the mom interviews. Um I think, or or maybe we have like a coaching moment, or just pre or prep them because like you know everybody they just want to be in that moment and happy as well, right? Like, and that, or or just they need to do better questions to prep them, right? Like, mic in your face. So, how do you feel? Like, I'm, what do you mean? Like, I'm excited. My kid just got drafted. You know. Mm -hmm. And all be glory to God, right? Like that's all I got for you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, and, and maybe that's uh, <laughs> in the creative mindset and into the raw TV aspect that gets because we just talked about 
everything being sellable with the NFL, right? And, and how like the draft is taken off into this big spectacle. You know, maybe that's the raw moment that gets you back to like this is a special moment. It's not just like a crazy event. It is, but it's just a special moment for these families. So maybe that's maybe that's why they do it. Uh but to your point, I I I think they could probably help out everybody if you say, Hey, and nobody knows when they're gonna get drafted. Correct. And I guess there's a probably a little bit of that that goes to it, right? Where I'm sure there's a handful. Maybe Bryce Young might have been the only person <laughs> in the draft that knew he was going to get drafted when he was going to get drafted. But everybody else is probably like, man, I'm just kind of – it's a lot of relief. And I'm sure parents wear that pressure just like the kids do. Uh-huh. Um, Absolutely. Maybe lost for words at that point. And then, I mean, you know, from the our, the media side, right, like you know they only invite a certain amount of people in there, right? So yeah. whether you know what time they're going to be there, you know to in a spot to, like, prep yourself. But give me give me a moment from you, man. <laughs> give me give me a moment that stuck out for you or two. Yeah, the number one moment I'm going to go to is Caillou Blue Kelly being drafted. Um, Brian Brian Kelly BK was on the show for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, definitely, uh, they've been family friends from you know the time that we grew up. I just know the Kelly family. I've seen Caillou as a little kid and. Um, obviously I know him more through his dad, but just kind of seeing that family and what that family has been for, uh, my family, I, I thought it was just really special to see him be drafted. It's one of the rare moments. Well, you know, I always watch the draft and I'm anticipating who goes where, but it was more mm-hmm. like, uh, I was sitting on the knee, you know, on, on my heels, like, ah, you know, man, I thought he was going to go there or I'm, I'm going to, this I, is oh, a good fit for this him. Is a good or- fit and, ah, I wish you would have gone. Oh, okay. This is a pick there. And. All, all those type of things. And then when he, I saw his name and um, the young man announced uh, his name and um, I got to shoot over Brian a text like, man, congratulations. And uh, I saw Caillou a little bit previously to like in the process. I saw him in the process and I know I can only imagine what he was feeling anxiousness. If I was feeling anxiousness from <laughs> right. my, my seat and I can only imagine what he was feeling and what the family was feeling. So um really really cool to see that moment of um you know him trying and then he got to a really good spot with the baltimore ravens that's a good um, spot and i guess that put the draft to me like in a a real moment because you know caillou was <laughs> brian's son for a lot and he still is he'll always be bk's son uh but now he goes into now he's you know kind of in the he's a teammate with two of the biggest superstars in the NFL and all the professional sports and Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham, he's like their teammate. It's just kind of, it's like, wow. Like you went from to a historic franchise yeah, with, to, with a hall of fame, Ray DB, Lewis and, and, yeah, it's like, Ed and Ray Ray. Yeah. And, it's like, yo, like, wow. Like just that quick life has changed. It kind of puts things in perspective, right? You know, um, I, I know him. So like I've seen, the progression of the family, right? And you can see and like that cool quick. Moment. Yeah, but that quick, you're like a celebrity, right? Like that quick when your name is called. And and I guess that, that uh, we should all say prayers for these young men uh, because, you know, they just kids from wherever. And then in the moment, they're, you know, superstars and they're gonna, now they're on a pedestal already, right? And, and that's just in like, you know, 10, 20, 24 hours. And he's doing multiple interviews with, you know, uh, multiple people and all those type of things. It's like, wow, like you really got superstar really quickly. So it's like, ah, let's say a prayer for those kids. I was, 
that was like a real moment to me. Like, oh man, they life really has changed forever just that quick, right? And I don't think we really get the we don't touch on that enough, right? That's a lot of pressure probably on these kids. So praying for you, man. Congratulations, Caillou. If you hear this, bro. Uh the Kelly family definitely congratulations. That was my moment of the draft. No, that's definitely a great moment. Just to see him and then like to see him, you know, just the 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 fact of uh his you know, BK was like sitting right next to him when he got it, you know, mm -hmm. seeing him receive the text from friends and family and everybody just kind of. And, and, and like you said, just seeing the whole the whole process, man, having his dad on the show and knowing what his dad's pedigree was. And I remember when we did the show and he gave um, him his yeah, son a report. report. He gave yeah. Scott a report, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I was able to go see him when uh, Stanford played U USC. Was it? Two years ago, a year yeah. ago, whatever mm -hmm. they played, but uh, you know, he he got him a little pick down there, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's score just, a touchdown, yeah. Yeah, got a tutty. So it's just one of those things, man. When you get to see someone, you know, that's within your circle, you know, you're definitely like just proud for them and want to want to see them do good, you know. Yeah, the the entire Cali family, man, from from grandmother to his brother and sister to uh his mom Lisa, like, you know, shout out to y'all, man. It is like congratulations. That's a full family fledge of uh, uh support so shout out to that that was that was my number one moment my number two moment is not necessarily like funny to me it was just kind of interesting to me uh knowing the space that i kind of work in uh just seeing how international the game is really uh progressed to well we you know on day three day three is always the day where they do special picks right not all of them mm -hmm. are on stage they somebody will pick from uh, London, somebody would pick from Germany and somebody would pick from Mexico. There was a lot of like international flavor uh, when it came to making those selections from all over the world. Um, and so as the NFL uh, progresses and, you know, uh, is a game that is not is, that goes beyond just the United States. Um, I thought it was cool that they incorporated those different countries uh, into those into the draft. So I thought that was really dope. Another family moment, you know, we talked about it, you know, uh, Joey Porter, you know, got to see his son, you know, we talked yeah. about you, we talked about Adam seeing his son, and then uh, the Dallas kind of thing I think was kind of cool as well. You touched on it a little bit, but um, I think we posted on our social, but that was really cool as well. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn running back. Uh, his dad's a scout for the Dallas Cowboys, and I thought it was a really cool moment. They let him uh, make the call to his son and, you know, wonder if you want to come to work with me uh, <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> Uh, um, I, I I would imagine that is uh, just awesome. Uh, for the, gotta be amazing, man. The, the and, and you know, and, and for like the the scout, you know, you do a lot of things to kind of prepare your family as a father. You do what's best for you and your career, and then obviously your your kids as well. And I'm sure he was uh, probably wasn't be able to. There were some nights where he wouldn't have seen his son go to bed, right? And um, he probably beating himself up like, am I doing the right thing by my son? And so for his son to kind of be in the family business and be selected to the spot that uh, he's at, I think that's dope. And that's that's the cool part um, of the NFL draft. That's a really cool part of the NFL draft. I really believe that. One. Um, oh, I got one more, too. Whatever. Okay. Whatever you're ready. I, I, I'll get to it. But I got one more. I thought I was cool. All right, so one thing that was silly that kind of blew up was just uh, your boy, the um, Luca, whatever van, the the guy that went to the Green Bay. <laughs> Come on, man, we talking about positive dads right now, not not hey, not questionable. How, how are you looking at it? <laughs> okay, that's we're gonna, we gonna move on. We gonna move on. Just uh, Google that. Uh, <laughs> um, 
I guess we'll all right. Go ahead. <laughs> Since you had something earlier, I'll let you go, and then I have one more as well. It's always interesting uh, what significant others blow up during these draft moments, particularly in the you know first or second round. And so uh, you know, I'm sure Will Levis's uh, girlfriend probably has a couple of deals coming her way just by just sitting there. Uh, so shout out to whoever she is. I'm sure well, we, you have some deals coming your way. Well, you know, don't, those always don't last long. Cause we remember what happened to Russell Wilson's <laughs> deal that, that got blown and got some shine. Hey, so. she still gets some royalty square. Every draft party, every, every draft, she, there's a picture. There's a picture of her. So I'm sure she gets some royalty somewhere. Absolutely. And we will be remiss, you know, as black and sports, if we didn't talk about uh, three quarterbacks, uh, black quarterbacks being taken, you know, in the early first round um, in the top 10, which has never happened. So top five. That, well, yeah, top five. Right. But, um, you know, that in itself is just kind of showing some progression of, you know, where we're looking at, you know, like really capping, like not capping off, maybe capping off, but just, uh, you know, you have Lamar finally getting his deal done. Um, with uh, Jalen getting his deal done earlier the, in the week, and then you have these quarterbacks getting these opportunities, um, you know that's definitely a great positive moment. Um, you know, not you know, not the ending, but it's a great start for sure. And what's really dope to me about it is that wasn't even my first thought when I saw those three quarterbacks drafted. I was just like, yeah, those are probably the three best quarterbacks in the draft, and I didn't even think like, oh, oh, dang, like yeah. Those three black quarterbacks in the top five picks. Uh, so maybe we're making some progress within that position and how it's played and uh, how we view it, period, right? That's, it's been a long time since the Doug Williams stats, right, to, <laughs> to now. Um, and so I think that's really dope. You know, I only, my only, I guess, wish is like some people like Warren Moon, uh, Charlie Ward, Cordell Stewart, like, gosh, like, I, I you know, I, I'm sure maybe they probably be like, Doc, I wish I was playing in this era, right? Because Warren Moon was like the oh, dude, Warren Moon was right, and he had to go play in Canada or wherever he played. Yeah, for, up in Canada, had to come over. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yo, that's <laughs> it, probably took some years from him, man, like, for real, for real. So, I mean, those dudes set the pathway and they, they set the standard for it is now. So, we're in a better spot with that position. Absolutely. And then keeping on that vein, um, from the HBCU side of things, um, we only had one guy drafted. Now, um, I think there's like 14 to 16, something like that, that became undrafted free agents uh, from HBCUs. But to get drafted is a, is a total different situation for the um, opportunity uh, for these kids coming in, right? Because if you spend draft capital, um, that affects the amount of money that these kids get and as well as how they're looked at coming into camp. And, you know, sure. we only had one, which was um, um, Bolden uh, from um, Jackson State, who um, the Patriots picked up. So um, still need some work there. Um, I think it was three last year, two, three last year. Um, you know, was kind of quiet on that front, which is surprising. Um what what were your thoughts, man? And did did you hear anything maybe different than 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 I heard from just kind of? Yeah, um, I I probably have an unpopular opinion on it. To be honest, like um, I, I played in the FCS and the one double I think there was only ten one double FCS kids in total, and that's a lot of kids, right? That was drafted, uh, only ten, like from one double right? That's mm -hmm. Big Sky, CAA, 
SWAC, MEAC, all those, all those schools. Like there's just only 10 of them, Atlantic 10, like all of them. Um, and I, I think this is the other side, if you ask me, of the transfer portal, right? Mm. If I'm gonna be balling out somewhere, whatever, if I have the opportunity to now shift my you know uh career from being at a one double A to going to a power five. I'm I'm probably going to do that, right? If I have the opportunity, and now when I get drafted, I'm not, uh, you know, Miles Hayes from Jackson State. I'm Miles Hayes from whatever school, right? Um, so I think that's the other side that we look at, and you know, when it comes down to it, we just mentioned in the the, the previous topic, there was three black quarterbacks <laughs> selected in the top five picks. So it's not like black folk are not being selected. It just might not be coming from HBCU, and I'll let Gene and <laughs> and Ivory, I'll let Gene and Ivory decide why that's the case. They, they can talk about that part, but you know, that's my opinion on it. And I think so. To recant from what you're saying, it took time though for those quarterbacks to be in those positions, right? It for took sure. the Doug Williams, the you know, the Randall. Cunningham's, the Warren Moons, like we just talked about, the Mike Vicks, so forth and so on, to kind of have that opportunity to show different, right? Because we're still not that far removed from the narrative of Lamar Jackson, right? So mm -hmm. so even though he is a black quarterback, there is still that narrative. So let's not totally throw it away. Like, I feel what you're saying, because at the end of the day, you want top talent. And if they're top talent, you know, they have the opportunity to leave an HBCU and we saw a lot of them went to Colorado. So, um, yeah. And it's, and, and, there, and it's not like they, they, you know, there was always the, the saying that if you're good, they'll find you. Right. And I'm not saying there wasn't, there's not talent there. Um, because there is, I, I just know, you know, there's probably more talent in at, uh, you know, power five, uh, institutions. And so does that change in the near future? Maybe, maybe not. I, I, I don't know. Um, but you know, I, I I I do, I do believe that you know people are getting opportunities, right? And if you're if you're if you're good enough to get drafted or assigned to an undrafted free agent, you know that's a rare occurrence, right? That is like that is less than a percent of people right. that start out playing football to when they even call their name on draft day or even call shortly after draft day and say, "Hey, man, come on to the camp." I know you didn't get drafted, but Hey, we're offering you this we'll to come on. You, yeah, come on. That's a, that's a small, 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 small percentage. And so wherever you come from, man, I think that's dope. No, facts. All right, before we kind of get out of here and wrap this up, um, from the fashion point, man, like I don't think I don't think anybody really kind of crushed it this year. But like, you know. But that's, was, that's the dope. That's the good thing, though. That's a good thing. Okay, talk to me about that. Give me that then. So go back to NIL. I mean, we're talking about real money, right? So some of these kids, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, got his I own think, money. Yeah, I think you know, I think some of these kids are more on their Frank Lucas type, right? Like you know, I, I, I've been, yeah, I, I, I got money, right? I don't need to be flashy. I liked it. I liked the classic look. What I did notice is the double breast thing must be like uh, in. Yeah, so there was a lot of. There was a lot of double extra straps on some some of the suits. <laughs> I don't know about belt buckles, but like I, I I did like the double breasted look. I really did. Um, a lot of no socks. No socks seems to still. Oh, be. you you always got to have your Achilles. 
My man Tyree Wilson from the Raiders, he probably he had the I would say nice fitted suit, but he has some like flower looking thing to it or whatever the case is. So I think it's dope. Uh, uh, no, no ties. Maybe ties is an old head ties thing now. Head, like, yeah. That's 401k. So a lot of lot of lot of taco meat open. A lot open, of yeah, a lot of vas a lot of Vaseline on the chest. So <laughs> I took those notes, right? The Achilles is still cool to show. Okay, Achilles um, is still cool, check. And maybe you don't have to wear a tie with everything. Uh so very little ties. Yeah. Uh and then, you know. Uh, I wish haircuts would come back. That's that is the one thing that I do wish would come back as a guy that can't grow hair on his head. Like when it, when is when is a ball fade gonna be back in style? Like when it, when is that gonna be cool again? I'll be glad when that happens. Somebody needs yes. to <laughs> LeBron, go ahead and cut your hair so like everybody can follow, can follow suit. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Fashion 101 from the man MH. All right, so getting out of here man just uh wanted to think um you know one if you have any other things you that just pop up as we kind of run through this but you know i think we may be in agreement in there but uh and and i hate draft grades i think that's that's preposterous too but like just an overall sense man who won the draft or who who did you just sit down and be like yeah that <laughs> that was what's up uh from the looks of it it looks like the eagles did some things that were pretty pretty good um yeah I'm and i hate to admit that with uh you know as a cowboy a team, in a, a team in a division yeah uh but yeah. i think they did i think they did pretty well yeah man they they, they went to, it's gonna be the georgia georgia pro team <laughs> in the nfl i mean because they just racked them up they just yeah, they, I, I mean i'm on the same page with these it's like they're definitely reloaded they know what they have to kind of attack they know patrick mahomes kind of you know, beat them up, and that's what they're going. That's what the league is going to be now with Patrick Herbert. Um, what's your boy in Buffalo? Like that's yeah. that's that's what they're going to have to and Burrow. Like that's what they're going to have to attack and come after. So it looks like they uh, loaded up. I like Detroit too. And shout out to Brian. Brian, go ahead and give me your draft grade on it. Come on, B. Um, I like what they did. I, I really think Jam Jameer Jamar, uh, forgive me, I pellets Gibbs. I just we'll just go to his last no name. Gibbs. Yeah. Um, I think he was really. I think he's a sweet running back. Like I, I think he's going to change stuff pretty quick. And I guess that's another point that we didn't get after into. Got a, after you got rid of a running back, you went and got. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I think that's that. I think that's another part that we want to get into because like. They say that the running back position is becoming un undervalued. With they didn't say that with that second. pick in the first round. There was two <laughs> running backs picked in the top twenty, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think is I don't know if it's devalued. I do know that they probably like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna get you now. Like you can come in now and play hard, and then we'll we'll talk about it when it's time to pay you on that second contract. But right now, come in and do your thing right away. So uh, I don't think the the position is devalued per se. Uh, I think it's just a different strategy, not, right? Like yeah, they, different they, strategy, they, not for long. Yeah, it's just a different strategy right now. Unless it's like, you know, what they think BG was just like a once-in-a-generational kind of, you know, the comparisons to, you know, LT and things like that, that, you know, you may want to jump on them before, you know, some other team will. And then I think it's the divisions that you're in, right? Like a lot yeah. of people want to control the ball, run the ball, where you're looking at the AFC, which is light up the scoreboard. Oh, for sure, for sure. We got to – I love B. John Robinson, but Atlanta, we got to relook at just throwing out Michael Vick's number, bro. We, we can't just be giving number Let seven. Just, yeah, we just 
we can't do that, man. We can't do that. Go ahead and reconsider that number. Maybe put a a two, a, a twenty seven, or whatever you got to do. Uh, but we we, we got to leave that seven alone. <laughs> facts, facts. All right, man. That's all I got, man. Um, like I said, it's always good. You know, it's one of those things where we start building on momentum, right? We see the draft schedule release is coming out soon, so we'll definitely do a schedule release show um, in the next couple of weeks or whatever. And then rookie camp and then mini camp. So it's just it's that energizer that you kind of get to see, you know, um, what assets that you picked up with your team in hopes to be better and, and go for that championship run um, in the next year. So um, I think all in all the draft, it's an amazing product that they that the NFL has put together and brought the fans in, include the fans in. And it's, it's become a really great um, only television product. Right. Because we all tune in and watch it. Um, definitely the first two days. Um, and, you know, uh, if you're like myself and you, we watch all the days, you know, all the way to Mr. Irrelevant. So and shout out to Mr. Irrelevant this year. Um, didn't get his name. You got his name? My bad, bro. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect, man. But good luck to you. <laughs> Anything else for the people, MH? Nah, you, you, you said it all, man. Uh, the NFL has figured out how to make football uh, <laughs> a 12-month-a-year <laughs> type of thing. We're talking about the schedule release that's going to come. Uh, pretty soon, and they're gonna make that in into a, its own production. So a whole thing. Not even yeah, telling you when it comes. Just saying, like, hey, it's coming out next week. Check your local listings. Like, <laughs> they, they got you waiting for it, like crackhead on on. It's, on it's gonna be there, and then we just telling you, go ahead and so you can book your flights now. Are we gonna like? It's it's just wild. It it's is good stuff. And then Christmas wild. Day, Black Friday game this year. They're talking, man. Like we taking over all days. NFL says, you know what? It <laughs> is like. You know, it was crazy. Like the NBA playoffs was going on too during that night. And, and, and. Oh, that's right. I didn't and, even think about that. And, and they altered the schedule. They literally altered the schedule so they wouldn't play on that night. But the Celtics didn't close out the Hawks in time. Out. So they were like, dang, we got to play. Celtics, you were supposed to beat the Hawks two days ago, but you kept them alive. <laughs> now you, now only 20 people watching the game now. You messing us up. You messing us up. Yeah. Uh, that's what's up. Uh, well, hey, hope you enjoyed the show. Um, definitely give us a feedback, man. We we love doing the, you know, the recap of the show, the draft. We got to look at a different perspective, you know, but we always love to hear your thoughts and perspective um, if there's anything that we missed. But uh, like I said, um, you know, we drop a new show every Thursday. So please, please check out the show. Subscribe to our YouTube and know um, visual representation matters. Uh, please stay, stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spap out to racks on handmade new rags Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.